This is Miller's Edge on Tide The Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Corey Miller, pastor of pain. Happy Talking Tuesday to you. Hope you are doing well. Hope you are, whatever, being the best version of yourself. You like to hear us say that all the time as a football. Be the best version of yourself each and every single day. That's what we can do. And I hope you are doing that today. Well, we love to talk with you as always. 205-342-9904. That's the number to the program. If you want to give us a call, don't forget that free absolutely free app tide 100.9 uh download it to your um i don't know if you got an apple ipad you got the samsung pad you got a computer your phones apple and or the other one android it's free and you can listen to us wherever you go and you can ask questions there. if you're at work and you can't call and you want to get in and be a part of the program you can always send a message there and our good friend mr noah who is the best reader in all I mean, absolutely all of Alabama will read your questions, Woo. comments, and or talk. <laughs> so that's, that's what we got for you right there. A lot to get into the program today as we continue to move on. A couple of weeks out, though, uh, from the Rose Bowl. Uh, for the record, I've never been to the Rose Bowl. I've played in a lot of stadiums, been to a lot of stadiums, excuse me, but I've never played or been at the Rose Bowl. And I'm praying, I really am, and I know flights have been a doozy. I really want to go, and I'm praying that I can get my everything back to normal, that uh, I might be able to go. Uh, if not, then I'm definitely, Lord willing, going to Houston because that's where my uh, my mother-in-law just moved from Houston down to retirement home in Columbia, South Carolina, her sister and brothers in Houston and family up in Houston. So my prediction was that Jayla Miro and the tie would get to Houston and win the national championship, so I may just miss this one and then just – uh, pray them through to the national championship game. So we got that to get into. I still want to continue 
though this whole transfer portal is the, it's the biggest topic in all of radio. If you listen to Sirius XM or your local radio, wherever you are, whatever state you live in, uh, people are talking about the transfer portal and what's happening uh, to that. I, I, I had a little five, four-minute deal yesterday. Um, I could not post it. I wanted to post it on our uh, Middle's Edge and the Tide and my ex and Christian's ex, but it won't let me grab it from there to post it on my social media. So if no one can help me do that today. But I listened to it again. I felt like that uh, my comments comments were spot on. And a lot of people that I texted to uh, thought that it was so as well. Uh, so if you want to revisit that today, we can get into that uh, on the program. There will be football games happening uh, this weekend. Bowl games will start. So we can get into some of that. Uh, my thought for you is this today. Bowl games are very meaningless. Let me say it again as Siri tried to answer it. Bowl <laughs> games are kind of meaningless. I don't think they matter anymore. I played in two in the 80s or early, or 89, 90s, something like that, whatever it was. Uh, Gator Bowl, Independence Bowl. We had a third uh, offer, didn't go because of uh, school. But we enjoyed it. Your Christian talked about the swag and having fun with your brothers and all of that. Well, it's changed. I don't think too many people care about the bowl game. Obviously, people are not going to the bowl game. So TV money is is where it's all at when it comes to that because nobody really goes. A lot of them is before Christmas, after Christmas, and people have plans. That has something to do with it. And the fact that they are, keyword today, everybody, look at your neighbor and just say meaningless because <laughs> bowl games are meaningless. Love to get your thoughts, your comments on that. And then we'll continue to look at uh, Alabama-Michigan. Uh, and I think the Rose Bowl is going to be a fun game. I think Bama matches up well. We'll talk more about that today as well. Now, that being said, let's toss it down to Tuscaloosa. A guy's been a little chilly start. This like just uh, I think it was freezing as far as the temps is concerned. Um, but the sun is out now. And um, not too bad, 51 degrees. Hope you all doing well today, Christian Noah. Happy Talking Tuesday to you. Oh, happy talking Tuesday. Doing well. Uh, yeah, no, it definitely is a little chilly outside, but the sun's out, which is nice. Um, but before I get started, I always want to give thanks to all of our partners. And today we're going to start with our friends over at Spine and Sport Chiropractic, who provide quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. So come and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments. Instead of masking your pain, if you're in need of that relief, head on over to Spine and Sport chiropractic right here in Tuscaloosa and contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. They'll get you cracked. They'll get you realigned, adjusted, all that good stuff, have you feeling brand new. So head on over and check those guys out. Always good for you, good for the soul, good for the body. Uh, just Again, just you just feel better than ever. And it's something you need to do, especially as you get older, those those joints and, and all that stuff starts kicking in, arthritis, all the aches and pains. Um, it's really good for that stuff. Or if you deal with disc issues, all that good stuff, head on over to Spinal Sport Chiropractic. That being said, um, here, here's my question, though, regarding the bull games, all right? You say they don't matter, right? Which meaningless. I, they're meaningless, okay. Let me ask you this, then. Is there any reason a, t a player that is preparing for the draft or who, who feels he's going to, you know, be selected in the NFL draft – if he's on a team that's four and seven, three and eight, one of these teams is not even going to make a bowl game. 
does he just sit out the rest of the season now? You know what I mean? Like, like, like it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just kind of confused. Like, I get it. it's an extra game. I get you no know, the regular season is different than the bowl bowl games. But at what point are we? If we're all, if we're saying all right now, bowl games don't matter. Like, I'm saying, what's next though? Like, all right, if you have a losing record, just don't play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Bowl game stats still go towards you know record books and That's, stats, right? Know. It does, but but if that doesn't matter, then what's the point of these guys even playing in the regular season if their team is trash? (laughs) It don't matter. But but so so, so you're saying so you're saying if you're on a losing team, it's meaningless to even play in the regular season if you're if you're a prospect. Yes, you can't be serious. Come on, come on, seriously. And here's why. I'm going to argue my points. That's why I throw it out there for the fans and people that listen to talk about and think about because I'm gonna make them think. I'm going to make them think. It's easy to say for the talking heads, for people that sit by some, like us, we're one of them, unfortunately, to sit behind a microphone or a TV a camera and say what an individual should do. It's easy because they put themselves, and a lot of them never had to do it. They don't understand it. They just go by because they talk to coaches and they go to a press conference and they have a mic and they automatically assume that they know certain things or they get it. And a lot of them don't. My point is this, as an athlete, I'm speaking as an athlete, today's game, when you play at, at the highest level in football, whatever the sport is, and you have an opportunity, because let's just be real, most of these guys think, keyword think that they are going to be an NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever professional athlete. Because people along the way have told them how great they are, how good they are, what God has in store for them. And the reality is in football, let's stick there, less than 1% college athletes have that opportunity. Okay. These guys now, they have a choice, right? The way the system is, it'll be better next year because they're going to 12. That says, okay, here I am. I played four, five, six, seven, however many years it is now. I have interest from the the place that I wanted to go, the place that I always dreamed of. I have an education. What does this one, I don't know, let's call it the um, Charmin Tissue Bowl. What does What is that going to do for me after all of these years of putting things on tape? And let's use Sam Bradford as an example. Sam Bradford today says he is skipping the bowl to play for Notre Dame. He transferred from Wake Forest, was phenomenal in the ACC, could, just couldn't beat Clemson. Started a lot of years, transferred to Notre Dame, started out beautifully, then he struggled, right? And he is not going to be a top three, four, four, five quarterback. He might be mid-round, third, fourth, fifth, who knows? He says, I'm not, I'm going to get ready. He made a decision for himself and his family that I played enough, I've done enough, let me go now work because I know I've already 
put what I needed to put on film. Going out to a bowl game in so-and-so California to play Oregon State, who going to have just fired their coach, and then and who knows going to What good is that doing me? Yeah, can I go hang with my boys? Yeah, can I go do all that thing, go to the mall, blah, blah, whatever y'all do? Yeah, but at this point, I can do that anytime. So I choose to not go get hurt, to not put myself in a situation. Even if I can get hurt anywhere, I get it. So don't call and tell me that. I, I know that. My point is, but he made the decision to go now focus 100% on his career after college football. Last point. These athletes who have nothing to prove no more. Bowl game does nothing. Don't tell me, oh, you go play with my brothers and all this. I hear all of that. You can go do that with your brothers anytime at this point. Now, if you got something to try to still prove and you think this bowl game is going to propel you from, from seventh round to third, it ain't going to happen. Because I know this to be fact. GMs and scouts and coaches, and they already pretty much got the book on them. If you've been on that tape, it's down. One game isn't going to change it because they know most of the time now with these meaningless bowl games, they don't even really matter. So my point is, why wouldn't you? Now, the flip of that is there are certain players that pretty much, you know, the bright – Kudos to Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr. I mean, that's Nick Saban. They came back because of Nick Saban. They came back because of Alabama standard. And that's very unique, by the way. You don't see it a lot of places. Right? So all I'm saying is this, Christian, is they're meaningless. If you're not playing for a championship, just like Georgia and Florida State, we've been having this talk and Florida State can go prove they don't care because of the damage is done. They didn't get into the college football playoff. They paid money for these kids, 15 out of 22 starters, so that they could be a college football playoff team. They go undefeated, and they have, just so happen they lose their quarterback, and the committee views them as not so good anymore. Good, but not good enough to play for a national championship. They're out. Those guys are not going to do anything. They're ahead of Johnny Wilson. I believe I already said, hey, I'm going, I'm going to play for or, or get better for the NFL draft. So my point is, guys, they don't matter. Noah Christian, they don't matter. I mean, yeah, to the fan base, maybe. You can say I won the Cheetos Bowl or the Duke's Mayo Bowl or the, the, the Mustard Bowl or whatever name they got now, Lay's Potato Chips, you know, underwear, under, I mean, <laughs> they got all these sponsored names. Nobody cares. Do I watch them? Yes, because I love football. Do I know that they're meaningless? Yes. That's all I'm saying. That's, they're meaningless. And for, for a player to say, you know what? I'm going to play for my boys. Yeah, them boys don't care. Them boys are going to go out and have fun. Y'all in the Sugar Bowl, well, y'all were struggling down the Sugar Bowl because maybe y'all stayed at the casino too much, Christian. Hmm. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just throwing it out there. Because the bowl game wasn't the most important because they were out at the, at the casinos. So what is important? Is it your future? Is it your dream? Or is it, oh, I want to do one more shot. I got one more shot. As Eminem said, I got one more shot to play with my boys. Well, today, as I said in my little rant yesterday, 
they don't care no more, man. These kids care about the money. They care about Gucci. They care about brand. They can give a rip about the brand of the school that they're in. And it's unfortunate for me to say that's where we are. And somebody's got to tell the truth. And I'm that dude. That is the truth. Hmm. I mean, I don't completely disagree with you. I, I mean, I, I definitely feel that I'm, I'm a little more relaxed in my stance than I, than I previously was. I do get, you know, if you've put in a Put in your time, and, and you're in a in a bowl game that's not very significant. I mean, personally, I would want to play one last game. That's just me, though. But am I going to knock somebody who feels like they've got more to lose by playing in it? No, I'm, I'm not going to have as stern of a stance as I once had. So I, I'm not too far off on you. But I, I, if you're talking about if a guy wants to sit out the rest of a regular season with multiple games left, I, I, I can't get behind that one. That, that's a, that's a little bit of a stretch for me. But we can talk a little bit more on the other side. And I think we got some people calling in. Maybe they want to join in. On the conversation, if you do, the number is 205-342-9904. You're listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide, 100.9, AM WTBC. Presented by the Good Beats. <laughs> presented by the Good Feet Store. Trying to talk too fast. America's art support experts. Going to take a quick time out and be right back. Out of 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. A beautiful afternoon with a sunny sky. The high today, 56. Clear tonight, the low at 32. Tomorrow and Thursday, sunny both days. Highs between 58 and 61. And Friday, partly to mostly sunny. Friday's high at 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tuesday, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, young Miller, Christian Miller, Noah Haynes in Tuscaloosa, hanging out here with you. Are bowl games relevant anymore? Corey Miller says no. They are meaningless. Christian Miller kind of still on the fence. What say you? Real quick note, do quarterback, speaking of the transfer portal, one of the things I talked about in the first part of the show, uh, Ryder Leonard, who had a phenomenal season, a kid from Alabama wasn't really recruited in football, was recruited in basketball, uh, is transferring to Notre Dame to take the place of former ACC quarterback, excuse me, Sam Bradford, who was uh, opting out of the bowl game. I mean, it's a, see what I'm going with this musical chair? I, all of this stuff is a musical chair. There's quarterbacks now saying, a coach is saying that for a quarterback, for a good one, two, three, four, five million dollars. I mean, the guy that was committed to Georgia, Number one quarterback. I know we said Julian Sand. I don't know if it's a drop back or, or pocket passer or dual threat in one of the categories, but he was number one. Raiola uh, was committed to Georgia. Now they say he is going to end up at Nebraska. And peep this out. His uncle is a coach, defensive line coach at Nebraska, and who just got a pretty hefty pay raise. And now your former coach of the Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, is seen to be the guy in, in best position, Christian, to take Raiola at Nebraska, a team that's won the one bowl games since like 2015 in that bowl game when they were five and seven or something because they had a good APR score. Dang. Now, now they're saying he's at Nebraska. I'm telling you, man, it's, 
if you like the way college football is right now, then something's wrong. Because, yes, I'm old school. And I got, you know, Tia gets on me sometimes. You're like my daddy, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're old school. But old school is better. I always will say that. I'll take getting beat down off the trees, get my own switch off the tree limbs, and then I better get the right size or my mom going to get something bigger than what I just got <laughs> and get beat down in the neighborhood in front of my aunt butt bone naked. I'll take the old school getting hit with a church shoe with the thick soles that's so big that a KO you if you don't act right. Mm. We turn out okay. Old school football, learning how to block, learning how to step, learning how to use your hands, learning how to slide your feet, and then tackling. You do real tackling drills. You know, you do nine on seven goal line lives. You do all. Old school is better. Now we got all of this new school stuff. Everything has to be John Madden. Everything has to be PlayStation. John Madden didn't grow up on what John Madden is today. Look at some of the games he called for me. Listen to him. This is what we got. We got a business, college football is business, and the old school of loving it, loving your school, being connected to your school after you're done, like what you're doing, relationship that you've built over the years, like you're doing. Guess what? These things are not going to happen anymore because kids are chasing the cheese. That's all they care about. They call. They care about their brand. They care about the follows. They care about all of this stuff. They're on TV, they're gonna wear their all their jewelry. They're gonna. I mean, yeah, that's happened before. I get all that. But they want to build a brand, and the brand and everything else now, unfortunately, is bigger than the game, and coaches got to adapt. Nick Saban has to pull up to a school in a Ferrari or have the Ferrari shipped and he just drive it from the school to the helicopter, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, because we're building brands. Nick Saban had to adjust. You think deep down Nick Saban likes this crap? No, I promise you don't. They got to kiss the butts of 16, 17, 18 years and their parents. You think he loves that crap? What happened to the guy that said, I want to just get a chance? What happened to the guy that, that just didn't have nothing and that was his only way out? That was his only way to survive and be willing to go prove himself and fight and scrap and scratch and bleed to get to what he wanted. What happened to that desire? Now it's paid me before I can even play it down. I'm going to give you some money before you even step foot on campus. Now, you know, back in the day, you got to prove yourself, son. You're going to beat this guy out and the guy behind you. Now the game is give me, give me, give me, because I got huddle and I got videos and I got all of this stuff. And I got people, I don't want to get too high, help me, Lord, that sit behind computers and phones and people that never play the freaking game, that don't know competition, that don't know what we used to go freaking through five in the morning, getting up running suicides and, and all the stuff and getting hit with weight belts for all the stuff that crap we had to go to just to survive it. 
You got people that has never, they cause they read and hang around somebody and listen to a coach that now they are called experts. And they're telling you about the game of football in which they have never freaking done it. Mm. And because what they say, who this kid is, coaches have to almost believe it and go after and chase and pay. And the kid never pans out to be what people thought he would be. Because you know why? Because the hunger and the thirst is there no more. That's why I say old school is better. Now listen to me. I'm just not beating people up who didn't play. I'm just keeping it real. Everybody can have an opinion. Everybody can watch. But don't tell me you know. Until you've been in that fire. Until you've gone through what you got to go through. Like, I don't know a lot of other stuff I didn't go through. I might can read on it. I might can study it. I might can talk about it. But I can't tell you that I really know. Because I don't. I'm telling you that I really know. And I'm telling you, from working with young kids and doing what I do today through Giants for Christ, the, that passion, that love, that that goal even is not there with a lot of kids. Some of them it is. But for a lot, it isn't, Christian. That's why we see in college football the way it is. And I'm saying it because it pains me because this is a great game. Football is a great game. I sit on this, this radio or this computer right now and drive around and drive back and forth to Tuscaloosa and, and be on with my son because I love it. And I said yesterday, I'm not getting no paycheck for it. I do it because I love it. Now, do I want to get some for, at some point? Yes. But I do it because I love it. Guys don't have that love no more. We talk about it. And we listen to people that will tell you they know everything about it. Not just football, but sports. Just because they like sports don't mean they know it. They can know all the, they can know stats. They can know all of this and that and a third. But brother, until you get into the fire, until your end is out there in 115 degrees in Columbia, South Carolina, doing 115 up downs. When you feel like you're going to die, when you feel like you, your legs won't move no more, when you feel like, then you talk to me. You talk to me when you line up in that three-gap position with 330 pounds and 350 pounds, and, and they running counters blocking down, and you got to take on two, and they running the, you got to take on. Then you tell me how he, oh, he should have made that play. Now, tell me if you didn't. Don't tell me because you saw it on the video on the machine. My whole point is this. I don't want to come off like this, but it's been bothering me. And I listen to this crap every day. And I listen to this crap through here in South Carolina, to them chasing recruits, to the people that's running these things, that's doing collectives, and don't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, I was going to wait. Hold on real quick before you finish. I, I'm I just, sorry. I'm, I, where does this come from today? But that's been on my heart. Well, well no, and I, well, no, it's, it's, it's great stuff. But you, you got to connect the dots for me because you kind of confused me. So I, I'm sure other people are a little confused. You're making the point about it. Don't, it doesn't matter to the kids anymore. Cash rules everything. But now, yeah. then, but you're also talking about. Are you talking about the people that criticize the kids that haven't been in their no. position? 
No. Um, well, so what's the relation there with those two points? So those are just two separate points that you st- you just kind of started going on. T- uh, are you are you saying two different things? The or- point is, kids don't have the passion and love for the game no more because now branding and everything else is about money. It's right, about right. No, I, I get that point. But then the it's point not of, nothing about the, the fans. No, 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 fans, no, no, no. I get that point. No, okay, I get that point. But then, but now you're talking about people that haven't played the game. Where does that I, come I'm in? I'm saying because. There's people that sit behind computers and radio shows are telling people how great the so-and-so is. So, right? so, that's a, get, so, so that's a different point. It's different, but, but it, it brings all of it together because it, it makes other people think that kids are certain things and then they don't become that. And then guess what? They get peed off, right? Or they get peed off because the kid says, I'm not, I decommit and I go somewhere else. Then they get criticized. I'm just saying there's people that's, that's running collectives that's running football now that has never played the game at this level. And they will tell you they're experts. Barry Salee is an expert. They call him expert. He gets the radio shows. He gets all of this. He can talk. He can blah, 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 blah. He's a talking head. Paul Feinbaum is an expert. And I find it very hard to listen to Paul Feinbaum anything about football. Now, you can tell me based on what you see, but there's no warrant in that. You can tell me on news and notes. You can tell me on stories. You can write stories. about. I get that. I understand the media. I've worked in it for a long time nationally, New York City, and even here in Alabama and everywhere else, Charlotte. I understand that. It's like when I took the job at Fox, when you went to college in 2014, and Allison hired me, your high school coach daughter, who was a GM of, of, of Fox Sinclair Broadcast. And she wanted to make me the week, I mean, the, the sports director, right? I've always seen guys that come out and ask questions and put with the camera, and they, most of the time they're a one-man gang, and I've done all that. I mean, I've seen all that. Right? I didn't want to be that. That ain't me. That ain't my lane. I'm not a guy that's going to do all this shooting and cut down and then and, and put sports in three point three thirty. Three minutes, two thirty. Now she said you can do it because you understand sports, you understand, and, and you're great at, at talking. And I, I said, trust her. I said, okay. But I knew that that wasn't my thing. And I told them, I don't shoot the camera. I don't want to learn how to shoot camera. I'm not. I'm not I didn't come here to be a photo, <laughs> right? And so she said, you still can do it. So I did it. But I understood my lane. When you understand your lane, that's when you, it makes you the best. That makes sense. Like no, they no, gave me I, a photo. They gave me an editor. They gave me, and then and they were like, "Hey, do you, you can write your script? I don't need to write my script because I know what I'm talking about, but I need to do it in my own way. It's kind of like I preach. I know what I'm talking about. A lot of preachers write sermons. I don't write sermons. I write what the Holy Spirit tells me on my heart. I might put out some bullet points, but if I had to write a sermon and try to read it, I would be terrible. But when I allow myself and just be free and let God use me, then I'm at, God use me at his best. Then I'm at my best. But you have to understand your lane. All I'm saying is this. I don't, I'm sorry. I apologize, guys. But this is a big thing. I love to hear what you thought. We're going to take phone calls the rest of the way. But it's like, this is where college football is. The bottom line is it just pains me. That's all I'm saying. And if we don't get put a stop to it, it's going to ruin it for good. Because we are concerned and worried about the wrong things. 
and it's all about the money, period. I'm still lost on how those two things connect, but it's all good. You those lost? are two. I, I don't understand how you lost. Well, because you, you're making a point about college football or just college athletics is entirely different. The landscape is entirely changed because kids yeah, are after agree. the money. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I, I'm with you 100% on that. I, I totally agree that it's totally different. I mean, you look at the transfer portal, guys that are successful at a university that are starters are just entering the portal. Why would that be? They're, they're making lateral moves, right? Why? Well, probably because money. Look, I, I agree with that. No, but <laughs> when you, it kind of went off on a tangent about the, the, the quote-unquote experts, like the analysts. I was asking well, how my, that connected to the, the that first connects because point. They, it don't, it doesn't, listen, it doesn't have problem. to connect. I'm just trying to ask, am I, am I missing something on now, how those I'm connect? I'm telling you this. It's real simple. They are become part of the issue. So you're saying people that don't necessarily know the game are inflating the, the egos of these right. athletes and they're they're when boosting you, people that shouldn't even yeah, okay. how many people how let me ask you this you remember all the recruiters that, that hounded me they found me because i was easy because i was a public figure and i was on the radio and t they came to me first they right they couldn't find the mom they couldn't find you but they could find me and all these dudes that would come out to spring valley high school and everywhere to try to find you to talk and you didn't you want to guys because i ignored them about. Right, you didn't get you wanted to. That's why I said you're a rare breed, right? You didn't get caught up in all of that. But now, tell me what kind of guys that was reaching out to you. Look, I I, I get what you're saying. I mean, they're. Uh, that's if you, if you want I'm me saying, to describe them, they they look like they were. No, 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 they no, were, no, they were they look, no, I'm saying they look like they were. They majored in uh, like journalism in college. Or, yeah, biology. <laughs> wrong with that. But no, no, there's nothing is, wrong with that. What I'm saying is you're right. They, they did not look like they, they played. Right. They're writing to tens of thousands of people, the fan base, and they're grading you. I go back and look at sometimes things that they say because I work with kids. I'm like, I work with a five-star that most people in the country wanted. And what they were writing was so far from the truth because what I knew, the kid was nowhere close to where he was supposed to be. Right? <laughs> I'm saying, you don't even know the kid can't play this position. He's at a private school. He should be dominated every week. He's not. And I made him have this conversation. <laughs> I told Jordan Branch, he was at Heathwood. Jordan Branch didn't dominate every week. He went to South Carolina. Now he's at Oregon. He's a five-star. I watched him play. I went to his practices. Eric Kimry, who's a coach in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that we got a wide receiver that's signed with Alabama. Now he's at Baylor, Baylor School. He's coaching. He's the head coach now. He ain't got it. Got rich so Brad on with with me one time. Watching Pratt. I was like, he ain't got it. He's at a private school. You played against 180 pound linemen. You should destroy them every time. And it wasn't happening. Now he got a scholarship based on him because he's six five and two seven. They can run a four five. But he didn't have that heart thing. And honestly, if you watch him play now, I don't know if he still has it. Because he hadn't been as dominant as we thought. And I always knew that. But they had the number one, number two player in the country. There's nowhere in the world in high school he was at. That's all I'm saying. But you got people that's never done it. And they going off certain things. And they don't know if the kid can play with it or not. That's all I'm saying. All your phone calls coming up. I'm shutting up. I'm listening to you. You can rebuke me. You can tell me I'm wrong. That's cool. 
But I, this is what I feel in my heart, and I, I say what I feel, and, and I hope I'm saying it the right way, not discouraging. I'm mad at people that are doing what they do. That's what they do. But that's the truth. And and my thing is to try to deal with the truth. 205-342-9904, free download, Middle's Edge. Tide 100.9 is free download on your smartphone, on your computer, all that good stuff. Send your questions there. God, I hadn't talked so much in a long time. I just feel good. Thank you, Jesus, for letting me be able to talk. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment. This is the Bill's Edge on the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. WTBC. Chris, I'm going to let you take it away because I've talked too much. I'm take a little orange break. I need to put something in my mouth, so take it right away. Pause. All right, yeah, let me uh, let me add in real quick. So I'm going <laughs> to add on to that real quick, then we'll go straight to the phone lines. But I do want to remind you guys about our partners over at Buffalo's Cafe uh, in Midtown Village. If you're looking for that great restaurant experience, head on over to Buffalo's Cafe where you'll find some of the best deals in town, including their everyday uh, lunch specials, $9.99. That includes a beverage. Again, look at their menu. They've got everything you can think of. Wings, burgers, rice bowls, tacos. I mean, they've got everything, and it's delicious, so go check them out. And remember, tomorrow, Wednesday, is all-you-can-eat wings, $9.99. So go check them out now. That's Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village, also known as the home of the Miller's Edge when we do our shows there. So go check them out. Again, that's Buffalo's Cafe. No, adding on to your point, no, I, look, I, I will say this. You're not wrong uh, when you talk about sometimes there's just some people that kind of do, um, I guess, have that platform that they might not necessarily be best suited for it. I know one of the reasons I didn't like to talk a whole bunch when I was getting recruited is because there was a couple of times where I had some reporters like basically they were very critical of me and I didn't agree with it. And I kind of was like, what the world? Like, who is this guy to say that about me? I'm like, he doesn't number one, he doesn't know me. And then I remember there was one time, uh, I forgot who it was, but it was somebody with like the Clemson fan base. And they basically were saying, no, I'm too skinny. I'm this like they, they were just tearing me, you know, to tear me down. And I'm a kid that like, like you said, you alluded to, I, I, I didn't, you know, I stayed in my lane. I didn't care about attention. I didn't care about press. I didn't wear gloves from the schools. I went on visits to, I didn't wear the towels. I didn't wear the gear. I wanted the least amount of attention as I could possibly get, right? I could care less about that crap. Didn't mean anything, right? I was just fortunate that I was getting an opportunity to play football. I didn't want to be separated from my teammates because, you know, they put their socks on like I put my socks on. I just, just fortunate to, to be blessed with the skill set and, and, you know, attributes and, and a, a work ethic to, to put me in position to be able to go play in college. And that was enough for me. I didn't need all the extra stuff. But with that, that being said, I, you're not wrong. There are, there was times, you know, even in college, like I would, you know, whether it was when I was about to come out and I'm like reading, you know, people writing stuff up about me and they're breaking down my play and they're saying things. I'm like, what the world? I'm like, you're just going with the narrative. Like just because I'm a slender, more slender outside linebacker, like, oh, well, something about playing the run. I'm like, dude, go pull up the tape for my senior year. Like, I, dude, I was one of the, I was, I was easily one of the, you know, most uh, efficient edge setters in the league. Like, 
but but just because you know I, I look slender, you just go with the narrative. Oh, you know, might need to whatever. Yeah, I can always add weight, but I I knew how to use my leverage. I knew how to use my long arms. I knew how to play. You know those counters well. Where to go to uh, go take two? I took a lot of time practicing that. Like so, there's a lot of things. I'm like people are just writing stuff based off of kind of what they've read or what they think. I don't, you know, but but on the flip side, I will add this though. I mean, just because guys have played, though, doesn't mean they're the best experts either. You know, I'll give you an example. I mean, hell, look at David Pollock. Now, obviously, he's probably biased to his school, but I mean, he's saying stuff about them and came back to bite them. But it happens to everybody. Nobody can predict the future. Nobody has a crystal ball. No, but, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're the best. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. no. Gonna, I'm I just want playing, somebody to uh, tell me about me that know they're doing this. And I agree song. a thousand yeah. percent because, for instance, I'm not an engineer. But just because I read up on engineering online and I think I have a good idea about it, uh, I'm not going to feel qualified to necessarily go speak on it or, or speak on a platform to thousands of people about engineering without having true right. engineering experience. So I, I, I'm with you on that. I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't ever want it to come off, I guess, like, oh, you know. It's not even coming off. It, it's just truth. No, no, it, it definitely is true, but, about, but, you, but people like can twist they, things uh, and think. But, no, but I'm saying you just don't want that. people twisting things like, oh, well, these guys have egos because well, they, they play. Anyway. And it, it's not that. No. It's just you have a great point where you're saying it's one thing if these people, and like and even though this is even annoying too, like you got the couch coaches where people are like, oh, like, I, it's crazy. I, I, you got a point. Like I'll, it drives That's me nuts when I'm, li- when I'm listening. No, it is part of it, but when I'm like sitting there and somebody's telling me, about how bad this player is and this and that, and I'm like, dude. Well, it is pertaining to. I'm, 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 my focus is more on about the pundits, the whole recruiting thing, on the, on the recruiting stuff. And listen, people that go to school to be a journalist are journalists. I mean, most people did not play sports in that. I mean, and they follow it and they write, they write stories and great pieces. And I, I'm a fan of those people. I'm not a fan of those people. That's why they bring athletes in as color guys. And all athletes are not good. Not all athletes speak well. Not all athletes can enunciate. Not all athletes can can get their point out to make you understand. We know that. I'm 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 about the thing, bro. Listen, I, I did it. I came through that route, right? People told me that I was good at what I did. I when I didn't know that I was good at what I did, right? I just learned being in South Carolina, getting to New York, the media capital of the world, and been in front of TVs, been in national shows, shows that went across, and I just talked. And I was always, and thing that people always said to me, brother, you are always open and honest, right? And and what I was taught was when I worked with Bob Papa and Marv Albert and those guys, listen, you play football, but don't ever allow people to tell you what to say. I'll never be a homer. I'll tell you I love Alabama. I'll tell you I love South Carolina. Yeah, would I give them a little edge? a bit Of, of course, but I'm not going to be a homer. When they're playing bad, I'm going to say they're bad. I'm going to say it wasn't good. When I feel like Coach Saban has made a coach mistake, he's won seven national championships. I will never sniff that. But I know enough about the game when coaches make mistakes, right? And no matter how great they are. And I hope coaches respect that. Just like when things were said about me when I was telling too early on in the season. It didn't go over well because people pay attention. But I was telling the truth. And I wasn't personal. But it was like, but the truth, people, the fan base... Why you and I and our show is unique is because Alabama is the, the bell cow in football. And people, and you're very recent. I'm old school. You got a great combination, very knowledgeable, can enunciate, can do with the best of them. Right? 
But we have been there. I, we can tell you about recruiting. We can tell you about all of this stuff, and not just one sport. So I'm not saying we're better than anybody else. I want you to think that. I'm just saying the truth. And the truth is when it pertains to recruiting and recruiting and things like this, that's all I'm talking about now, not just being a, a host. I just threw out Paul Feinbaum and Barry Salika. They get on my nerves. But I was about to say you got Danny Cannell. He's a former player, and I think and he's, he's worse than player, both of those guys combined. Because he's a homer, and he's a fanboy. Right? He's a, I'm going to take my ball home and play. I grew up rich, and if it ain't working the way I like it, then I'm, I'm going to leave and take my ball. That's the kind of duty that I know, <laughs> and I play with him. Uh, and I'll tell him that to his face. So ain't nothing I'm saying secret. So that's all. We got callers, man. We done talked the whole show. I apologize. Go ahead, Christian. Uh, I'll let you do that. But um, that's all. So it's not about the host. I mean, I love our Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I get that. I love Ryan Fowler because Ryan has been doing this thing for a long time. He's been around sports. He's got an opinion. Uh, he, he knows people. He knows the fans. I love that. I love Gary Harris. He's been in TV, ready. You know, he's been around the Alabama program much more than I have. I can't speak to all those things. That's not my lane. That's why I stay away from that kind of stuff. Right? Well, uh, no, no, know, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't even around. talk. I was talking about. wrote books. You got Barry, who was a basketball coach. He knows it. He's been around sport. He don't necessarily know football. Per- he knows basketball and how it all works. Wimp has been a coach. He knows how it all works. Those are very, we got a great lineup. That's all I'm saying. That stuff matters to me. Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, no, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even talk. No, 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 I wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't tell me. I was talking, mm-hmm. but more about like you, were like along the lines of like the pundits that are, you know, have these big platforms no, that are. I wanted to make you that just clear, named so. a couple of them. That's what I was talking about. Like the, like yeah, the Paul Feinbaum stuff. with me on that one. He's fine. Paul Feinbaum, remember? Yeah, no, that's who I was. I was talking about guys like that that are on these like major platforms. Even look, as much as I love Stephen A. Smith, not Stephen M., the one, <laughs> our great friend on the show, ESPN, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, it's love yeah. Stephen A. I'm talking about Stephen A. Smith of ESPN. Uh, you know, he's a longtime journal- journalist. He's been covering a while. I, you know, I respect him a great deal. But then there's sometimes I feel like he oversteps. And I think he, uh, who was it? Somebody called him out recently on that because they're just kind of like, bro, like, you speaking I call like. Him out. No, yeah, you, but no, but I'm saying like somebody like like on his show or something. I, I can't remember who it was, but recently. Hey, he gets personal. He just, right, he just, right, he just, right. Shannon, That's what I was saying. Shannon Sharp, I love Shannon, my boy. We grew up working out together with Sterling Play with Miss Brother. I know Shannon very well. You know, Shannon's brand now. He's popular, but he, he, he goes at former players in a way that is really ridiculous. But I also love his honesty. Everybody's different, man. I'm just saying, I hate that I show got to this today. And I know people on hold, but it's like, this is something we can talk more about. Hopefully we get more time in the near future. You're saying you just don't like how, to, to just put a bow on everything, you don't like how that, uh, you know. I, this is pertaining to pertains recruiting. Pertains to and recruiting and, and further. And college football. And it's, it's furthering the trajectory that we're on with, you know, recruiting and college athletics. I, yeah. I 100% get that. No, I think. I think you're spot on with that. All right, let's let's try to get a, a phone call or two. No, we're limited on time, but we'll, we'll try to squeeze this in. Let's go to Brian, who's been patiently waiting. We'll see if he's still there. Brian, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still with you. Sorry, sorry for uh, <laughs> keeping you waiting so long. My my dad had to get some things off his chest a little bit today, but it's good. It's good. Good radio. Preach on. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, so I got a question about the NIL and opting out. When are they going to start putting in these contracts that they have to play the bowl game? Why wouldn't they have to play? They're getting paid. Well, I guess that 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 would have to to be discussed between the the two parties that they're in contract with. I think 
The thing is, Brian, you know, with, with the school, with the collective stuff, I mean, maybe they could say, hey, if you don't participate this last month or this last bowl game, then maybe they miss out on that stipend. I, I don't know. I think that that. No, you can. No, I'm just telling you. I was about I to say, you said they can, can do that. Do that. You can put whatever you want in the contract. I mean, put it in there. Make him sign it. Because what happens is we've seen with Juice Wells in South Carolina, they just walk away. They got $800,000 last year. Mm. 800000 for a game and a half. Wait, 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 wait. Who got it? He got 800000 Yeah, he got 800000 And walk away. Yeah, I'd feel played so, if well, I was so Carolina. So he's right. Put it in the contract and make him honor the, the daggum contract. These kids are stealing money, and I, it bothers me. Hey, man, exactly you got to be right. careful what you wish for. Remember, everybody was like, oh, we got to pay the players. And I'm all for guys let, getting let, paid, but not. Let me say this <laughs> Let me say this real quick because we can do a whole show on this. Like, gay Alabama has to go. The coaches are involved, right? They have got connections to these coaches. They go to these coaches. The coaches tell them who to work deals out with. Now, suppose they don't supposed to do that, but everybody does it, right? So the coaches should tell them who to do deals with and how much for because these guys can't negotiate contracts because they got people working for a lot of them that don't understand how to do these things. So that's that's where it's at, man. We can do a whole show. I think we're going to do that. We'll do that tomorrow. There's a lot because you can do that. I know it firsthand. And, and so, but they're not signing contracts. They're getting, it's almost like made a promise to pay. You know what I mean? If you sign, if you come here, we're going to do these deals because you can't search states and all this stuff. You can't do it in high school. So they have to wait till they sign to get on campus. And then now a lot of these, these collectors are not paying them because they don't have the money. That's so, so much is going on right now that I need to enlighten Bama fans in this world because I work in it. What's going on with collectors at NIL because I promise you, I know a lot about it. Well, let's do that tomorrow. We'll do it. We'll do it on tomorrow's edition of the Miller's Edge because we got to get out of here. But Brian, appreciate you calling. If we didn't get to you, I apologize. I promise we'll, we'll do better tomorrow. It's, it's hard when we only got an hour, but who knows? Maybe we'll have a little bit more time. We'll see. We'll figure that one out. But you've been listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama sports. Again, we are presented by the Good Feast Store, America's art sport experts. We'll see you guys tomorrow in 23 hours. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily.